You are listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward, episode six. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and experiences on spirituality, food, health, mindset, and on life in general. My goal is to tell you everything I wish I had known when I decided to take control of my reality and start living the life of my dreams. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I'm your host, Casey Edward. And before we get into today's episode, which is an amazing interview, I just wanted to let everyone know that my coaching sessions are back on my website. If you do not know, I am a life coach. I got my certification online. It was a 10-month intensive training. I did it simultaneous to yoga teacher training. But for a while, for the past few months, I did not have any open sessions for people and I would only meet with, well, virtually meet with my old clients and I was not taking new clients. But because I feel like I have my energy sorted and I got to decompress and give myself some time and I got to release this podcast and my workshops for last month are done, I have a little time and I really want to get back into coaching. So if you're interested what coaching is, you can head to my website. It's just www.caseyedward.com. And at the bottom, you'll see a quote, which I think sums it up nicely. But if you aren't living the life of your dreams, then what are you living? That's kind of my philosophy around coaching. Why are you not ecstatically happy? Why are you not thriving? Why is everything you want to be coming true not coming true? So like I said, if you think that might be something that interests you, you can just click schedule a session and there's a free 30 minute consultation. So we can chat over the phone for 30 minutes. You can see if it's your thing, if I'm your thing, if you think it will benefit you. And yeah, on to today's episode. Now, I had the extreme privilege and pleasure to interview Kristen DeAngelis She is a registered and licensed dietitian, a certified personal trainer and yoga instructor, and I wanted to have Kristen on the podcast because I've been following along with her for a long time now, and you'll hear why in the podcast, but when I went to do a juice cleanse a few weeks ago, I had some questions, and immediately the first person I thought of was Kristen, and I think that really spoke to who she is and the information she's putting out. And clearly she is so knowledgeable on this because immediately there's no question who I wanted to talk to. And that being said, it really inspired me to bring her on the podcast because I think that there's just kind of some crazy misconceptions about juice cleansing and it gets made out to be a really big deal, which it's not. And I think we have a really open, informative, honest conversation about doing a juice cleanse if it's for you, what to expect. And every question I had when I was about to do a juice cleanse and every question I had after doing a juice cleanse were answered by Kristen in this episode. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Even if you don't think that you're up for a juice cleanse now, I think having this information is really valuable because we don't only talk about juice, but also nutrients and meal timing and all of these cool things. And So all of that being said, let's get to the interview with Kristen. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am very excited to because today I get to interview my friend Kristen DeAngelis. Um, Kristen and I grew up in the same hometown and went to high school together. She was the year above me, so I knew of her because she was like an older, cool girl, but I didn't, we never really talked in high school. And then after after college, I started to notice what she was up to. She was sharing all this content on nutrition and wellness. And then I realized that she was the nutritionist for Joe from Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, the documentary that, for me at least, put juicing on the map. I had never even really heard of it. And then I saw this documentary and I was like, 
hold on, whoa, what's juicing? What is juice? Um, she is a registered and a licensed dietitian. She does nutrition consultations. She's a registered yoga teacher. She's a certified personal trainer. So just this holistic, holistic being. And I'm so happy to have her on the podcast today, but I will hand it over to Kristen to tell us a little about herself and how she got to where she is now. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Casey. I'm so excited to reconnect. We were just chatting before this. I feel like that we could just talk for hours <laughs> since we are so similar in so many ways. Um, and it's the beauty, too, of just like reaching out on social media. So just connecting, right? I think it's just a good reminder of social media is not just about comparing ourselves to others. It's like actually connecting. And I'm so excited we're able to connect here. Um, so yeah, as as you mentioned, I'm a licensed and registered dietitian. Uh, I, I grew up and born and raised in Boston, um, but I have traveled quite extensively, one of my favorite hobbies. And so I uh, went to school in Virginia, did my internship up in Chicago. And then soon after that, I um, actually during that time, I became connected with Joe, which you've mentioned, Joe Cross from the hit documentary film, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, and he actually has uh, three total films out on Netflix right now, uh, but really he was right on the brink of like when all those food documentaries came out, and um, I began working with him um, filming the second tour, so we went on an international film tour for Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead 2. Um, I worked very closely with their team, and I actually still work closely with their team, Reboot with Joe. And um, it really exposed me to the field of what I would look at um, of just functional medicine. And so that's really where my head is at now at looking at not just our food system, but how different, uh, whether it's foods, whether it's juices, whether it's different protocols and how different protocols will be right or not right for different people. Mm -hmm. um, so after working with Joe uh, closely, after about a year, then I moved to Cincinnati. I started my own private practice. I was working also in a women's health center. Um, and then just recently, I've moved up to Chicago, still continuing now for my full private practice that I can share a little bit um, after this. But that's a little bit about myself. And of course, like yoga sprinkled in there, mm -hmm. travels to India and Seattle for trainings. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's been kind of wild, but you know, you just, you just keep moving and you keep manifesting, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So Wow. All of that is, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. So I guess my first question is, what kind of led you to wanting to get into nutrition and start you down the path of, oh, maybe I would love to be a registered dietitian? Did you know that in high school, in college, or did it kind of come along? Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting, right? And like nutrition can go in so many different directions. I knew I wanted to help people. I, I knew that I have a helping profession. And what's interesting, as you know, Casey, I grew up as like, you know, I was a cheerleader all my life. <laughs> and um, what's interesting is as a dietitian, you know, you have to wear many different hats, right? Uh, definitely encouraging, motivating, inspiring people is one hat. So I felt like my previous background helped me and supported me in that aspect. Um, but also I knew that there was something much deeper around nutrition. It's not about just like encouraging someone to like go and do it. Mm -hmm. It's about understanding the psychology behind it. Right. And like, why do people do what they do or not do what they do? Um, and I think we have a very similar story just in regards to like our relationship with food. Um, and how sometimes related to different emotions that we go through, anxiety, stress. Uh, during college, I experienced an extreme amount of anxiety that I, I never knew was possible, right? Because I'm putting so much stress on myself. I'm at this, you know, big school and I don't know anyone here. I literally moved to Virginia Tech and knew zero, a total of zero wow. people, even from New England area. Um, and on top of that, I was just, you know, stressed out about, wanting to get good grades and all of that. And so um, initially, I just started to experience like extreme abdominal pain, um, extreme issues where I couldn't eat. It was hard to breathe. It was hard to move. Um, and then coincidentally with that, I also, ex you know, experienced a huge wave over it. It was probably about five years of um, 
kind of that that over exercising wanting to you know you're learning too much about nutrition mm-hmm. that then you're you know labeling foods as good oh, or bad yes and so initially I wanted to help people and that's why I went into nutrition but then it became so much more it was about well first of all like understanding the root cause of issues and why um you know someone's experiencing abdominal pain or how to address you know, not just because my shoulder hurts, but okay, we need to look at the knee, right? Looking at the Mm -hmm. whole body perspective. And that also includes, right, that like mental, emotional and psychology behind it too. So I felt like it married just so many important aspects um, of that like whole body perspective and just getting people not just well, but feeling incredible and amazing. And people don't realize sometimes how bad they're feeling until they start to feel really good. Mm -hmm. And then they start to feel really good. And they're like, oh my gosh, what is this world that I did not know about? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I could not agree more. I think that we kind of are settling for the norm of okay. Like I'm feeling okay. And one of the times that I have felt amazing is when I did the juice cleanse and that was kind of just a big eye opener. Um, but it's so funny because for so long, I just didn't realize how intrinsically our mind and our bodies are just, they're connected. Like they are connected. If I'm having a stomach ache, it might not be because of something I eat. It might be because I'm not assimilating my emotions or I'm feeling stressed while I'm eating. And when I started to learn about that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, why did I not always know about this? Um, and so was your, were your stomach issues because of the stress that you were experiencing? Yeah, it is so crazy, Casey. So when you mention that, there's a, a nerve. It's called the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. And it's directly innervating from your gut up to your brain. Mm-hmm. And so if you're extremely stressed out and tense up here, mm-hmm. you're also going to be extremely stressed and tense down here. Mm-hmm. And so even... Sometimes the healthiest foods in the world, if you're not in a state of rest and digest mode, Mm -hmm. you will never be able to absorb those vitamins and minerals and actually receive the nutrition that you are, you know, trying to provide to your body. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, there's no question that the anxiety aligned with the insane um, uh, stomach issues that I went through. And I went to, you know, GI doctors and no one no one gives you a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. They take CT scans, they do MRIs, and it's, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. it is, right? And, and, and GI issues is something that I see all the time in my personal, um, in my private practice right mm-hmm. now. And so it's really about identifying, okay, well, for some people, it's just they need to like chew their food really thoroughly. Mm-hmm. They need to rest and digest. Maybe there's a few different adaptogenic herbs and supplements that can support, you know, getting into that rest and digest mm-hmm. mode. Um, but oftentimes there are other like food triggers or there are different things that we do need to kind of calm that inflammation in the system. So mm-hmm. it's just always um, it's always individualized. And whoever's listening to this and, you know, thinks that they know things about nutrition, like Nutrition is always changing. Mm -hmm. The science is always changing. And sometimes we feel really firm about like our beliefs and we don't want anyone to contra indicate like Mm -hmm. and say, no, actually that has been false information over the past 20 years. This is actually really healthful food Mm -hmm. or, you know, your body responds to this food in a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just something of continuing to be open and trying new things and not getting too attached really to anything. It's like the yoga goes right in line yes. with the food, like <laughs> not attachment. <laughs> 100%. And you just summed it up so well. I think there's a meme that says something along the lines of a healthier mindset with food will always trump eating a kale salad or something like that. And it took me so long to realize that eating, like you said, is an experience. It's not just eating the foods. Oh, there's so many nutrients. There's so many minerals in this food. If the whole time I'm like, oh, I don't know, like maybe I'll probably just go for a walk after this. And like, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that. Did I, did I overeat? It doesn't matter what is in that food because my body's like, whoa, we don't even want this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's the whole aspect of like, 
when you're feeling guilty, right? And mm-hmm. you're not even able to savor the food. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden the brownie or the cake is gone and you want more because you never fully experienced it from the beginning. Yes. So not just that is like that we want more and we're not savoring our food, but also if we're just like throwing it back to pretend like we didn't actually eat it. Mm. If anyone's ever done that, like you eat really fast and you like kind of pretend like it's not happening. <laughs> It's still happening, it's, but then yeah. you're not fully chewing your food and then yes. you're not digesting it and it's just going to end up storing in another place that you don't want to have it stored as. It is so interesting that you say that because I have recently just been really trying to figure out what is making me what is making me eat, whether it's actual physical hunger or an exterior cue. And mm-hmm. last week I found myself eating really quickly. And I think it's because, like you said, I knew that I was stress eating. Deep down, I knew I was stress eating. So I eat faster. Like my heart rate picks up and then I eat faster. And it's like, what just happened? Like I, I was, it was like, I was aware of it, but, but we won't dive too deep into this yet. But all of this being said, this is why, (laughs) (laughs) this is why I, I am really grateful to have you on to talk about juicing. And before I did my juice cleanse, Kristen is actually who I reached out to to get a little consultation, as I'm sure we'll get into, because I think that, and again, we'll get back to this because I want to get the beginning of your juice story, but I think that often, especially in terms of eating and relationships with food, juicing, cleansing, fasting of any sort, no matter how beneficial, no matter how proven beneficial they are, can get a really bad reputation because, oh, well, I don't see how it could be healthy because you're not eating for a day or because you're only in taking juice and all that being said. So I was really excited to have you on because we could talk about juicing and the nutrition aspect of it and how it's really good for your body scientifically and biologically, Mm -hmm. but also it's okay mentally if for some people, for some people to do it. So Mm -hmm. that being said, before we get there, I guess I could just ask, where did your quote unquote juice journey begin? Or how did you start to be like affiliated with Joe and all of that good stuff? Um, well, I will always give credit to my mentor and someone I will always look up to. And this is uh, Stacey Kennedy. She was the registered dietitian in the, in all of the films really. Um, and of fat sick and nearly dead. And I volunteered, I, I was working as an intern at uh, Dana Farber Cancer Institute in Boston. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met Stacy. Mm-hmm. And we really connected. And she was the one that that connected me with the whole reboot with Joe team. Mm-hmm. I went and started doing, um, we had juice reboot camps up at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, mm-hmm. New York. So I did that um, for really a week. Um, over each summer, over three years, um, where we had, I don't know, it was probably 300 to 500 people that came out and it was a full like juice fest, a five day, (laughs) five day juice reboot. And then I was, um, you know, their health coaches, we, we broke them up. So that was kind of my intro and how I got involved with reboot and understanding more about juicing and um, now what I do, I still consult and, and contract for their team. And so we lead guided reboots for 15 days, 30 days. And if anyone's interested, there's the Joe Cross uh, Challenge group page. And so I do a lot of like weekly videos on there. And they also have always like three-day or five-day juice challenges where they'll give you, you know, like the PDF of different juice, um, you know, the the juice um plan. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I got involved. And I don't know, do you want me to, do you want me to go into like what a juice reboot looks like? Or so I guess we could kind of start for anyone listening who knew, knows of juicing, but isn't super familiar with it. So basically, so how would you describe what juicing or having a juice is for yeah. complete beginners? Yes. Awesome. Um, so, so what can often come to mind is a few different things. Mm-hmm. Think of it like a spectrum as far as juice, okay? So on one spectrum, you know, there's – you have a juicer at home. And a juicer is not a blender. A blender, you can put anything you want into a blender, and it blends it all up. It's kind of like imagining your mouth, like, masticating and chewing it really, really well so you don't have to chew. Mm -hmm. But with a juicer, it's almost like imagining – 
your digestive system, right? It's literally putting the produce through the juicer and on one side it will spit out the quote unquote juice or we'll call it like liquid sunshine or the nutrients, <laughs> you know, nutrients extracted from yes. the fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Um, and that contains all of the vitamins, minerals, and soluble fiber. Mm -hmm. And then it, what's kicked out is the pulp. And so that's all of the insoluble fiber. Um, and so, so with juice, you're actually able to pack in about anywhere from like five to six pounds of produce mm -hmm. in the juice alone. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at that, you know, ideally we want to try to aim upwards to seven to 10 servings of vegetables in a day. Mm -hmm. And that can be really challenging to do. Mm -hmm. So what a juice provides is the ability to get in a really high concentration of vitamins and minerals and micronutrients, phytonutrients, uh, or, or plant chemicals, mm -hmm. if you will, which provide an abundance of different um, properties and benefits in the body. Think of it as like information mm -hmm. to tell the cells what to do. Cool. So we have the difference, right, between like the smoothie and the juice. Both are beneficial. There's mm -hmm. not one that's better than the other. But I will say it's really hard to pack in six pounds of vegetables in a smoothie mm -hmm. and still make it like taste really good, right? right. With the juice... <laughs> You're able to do that and you're able to add in maybe like an apple or a lemon. Mm -hmm. And I'll talk about like, you know, ideally we're aiming for an 80 to 20 ratio, 80% vegetables and 20% fruit. Mm. Sugar is a question that often comes up. <laughs> um, so ideally, like that's the most um, ideal situation, right? Like you have a juicer at your home, but that's, mm -hmm. that's not realistic for some people. Yeah. So then the next option would be okay. I go to the local juicer and I'm getting a, you know, a juice from their juicer there. Mm -hmm. And then the next line down would be opting for a cold pressed or an HPP juice. Mm -hmm. So that means a juice that is high pressure processed. So evolution juice is sold at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So when you're going through the line and you're like, oh my gosh, well, we're just stopping here because I'm with my friends, grab a green evolution juice. It's mm -hmm. cold pressed, uh, meaning that it is. Uh, not heat treated, like say, Odwalla mm -hmm. juices or mm -hmm. you know V8 juices. Mm -hmm. They've been heat treated, so they've actually lost a lot of the vitamins and minerals that are unstable to heat. Whereas the cold pressed juices can uh, still retain all of the enzymes. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's it's it, that's 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 the point of right getting the juice that we're getting yes. all these important vitamins and minerals. So and then as we start to go down the line. You know, then we start to see, okay, we see like the naked Odwalla, uh, some of these other heat-treated juices, mm -hmm. which means that they can last on the shelves for a very long period of mm -hmm. time. And often what can happen is, you know, they add, I was just on a call right before you, and we're like going through the label, mm -hmm. and I'm explaining like, like concentrates and purees. Mm -hmm. It's almost like boiling down that apple juice until it's a syrup. And that's why, you know, the green machine naked juice mm -hmm. has 56 grams of sugar in it. Right. Oh my. And yeah. The, yeah, and that's coming from puree and concentrated mm -hmm. um, sugars from the from the fruits and the vegetables. Okay. So we're really, when we're looking at juice, we want to ideally optimally get a higher vegetable ratio mm -hmm. of 80% veggies, 20% fruit, ideally getting closer on that spectrum, closer to something that's either a cold pressed juice, mm -hmm. going to a juice bar, mm -hmm. um, or, or, or having a fresh juice on your own that you can make at home. And, you know, I answered a whole Q and a last week on our Instagram page. You know, I was looking up on Craigslist, like you can get a juicer mm -hmm. for like 25 to 50 bucks. Oh, cool. And a, and a high quality juicer. So like Breville, Omega, um, typically if you just were to get them like fresh out of the box from Bed Bath mm -hmm. or Amazon, about 150, mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, a really heavy duty one, it might be up to $300. Yeah. Um, but you can get a good one for a hundred to 150 or you can get a used one too. And so, um, that's kind of like the spectrum. And again, the benefit of juice is a high amount of the vitamins and the minerals that we are often not getting in our food supply right now. Mm -hmm. You, okay, perfect. Thank you. You literally answered as you were speaking. I would say a question in my head and you would answer it. Um, so when I did my juice cleanse, it was five days with Raw Foods Incorporated. So basically mm -hmm. my friend and I who decided to do it were like, we'll do just juices. It was juice and probiotic, um, a homemade probiotic until 
were hungry or want to go to yoga was my, (laughs) I was like, until I want to work out or whatever. So their juices though, I did notice because I didn't have too much information on like the best juice cleanses, quote unquote, or what to look for, but their juices, we had three green juices and three probiotics a day. And the only thing in their juices was a little apple to like cut the bitterness. Mm -hmm, And there was mm -hmm. lemon and ginger and I love ginger. So that was easy for me. But I like thank you for pointing out that eighty twenty because I had never really even known a, like a ratio after for when I go grab a juice it's kind of like okay so what do I get in it what do I want um, so that's good for just like just a base to go off of so it's like okay so I can have some fruit but do I want like the whole fruit juice or would I rather be eating a fruit as mm-hmm. is. Um, And so I think that another question that I had while I was going through my cleanse and that I had to kind of find out on my own, but when you are doing a juice, so say I am a little hungry, I could go for something in the afternoon and it starts to get a little later towards dinner time. If I were to grab a juice, would that be a meal? Good question. So this often comes up like, okay, I'm going to have a juice. You're recommending a juice, but is that a meal? Is that a snack? Like, how do I incorporate Mm -hmm. this? It really all depends, right? And so again, think of it as like liquid nutrition, vitamins Mm -hmm. and minerals. Is it going to necessarily fill you up? Mm -hmm. It may, it may not, right? So it doesn't have, um, there's two types of fiber and this Mm -hmm. is often a question that comes up, you know, uh, juice. I thought it doesn't have the fiber and that's, and it's not good if it doesn't have fiber. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where I explained, you know, the difference between smoothies and juices. Mm-hmm. Juice actually does have still a small amount of fiber. It contains soluble fiber, but the insoluble fiber or that filling fiber is kicked out in the pulp. Mm-hmm. So for some people, they might not have that like so much like filling sensation. However, I really like a juice um, to use as maybe like a snack. It, it might be like a pre-workout even. Mm-hmm. So say you're doing one that has a little bit more fruit or maybe some beets or carrots. You know, mm-hmm. beets are shown to also help improve uh, power output, you know, during a workout um, and it improve, you know, and reduce uh, muscle fatigue and recovery and mm-hmm. all of that. So, you know, doing a juice before you work out, That way you don't feel like you have so much in your stomach and you're able to like go and have that immediate energy. It's, it's literally like going right into your blood, um, the nutrients. So, but however, if you are wanting to keep your blood sugar regulation and stable Mm -hmm. or blood sugar regulated and stable, um, maybe having the juice with like some almonds or some nuts Mm -hmm. or having a little bit of like a fat or a little bit more of like maybe a slight amount of protein with Mm -hmm. it, um, can help to maybe make sure that you are keeping your blood sugar stable. It always depends. And, and that's where I think nutrition is always needs to be customized to you. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say also like, for example, let's say, I don't know, let's say you are, you're aware that on the weekends you don't really get a ton of vegetables Mm -hmm. and it's always like hard to consciously be thinking about it. Mm -hmm grab a juice and have it with a meal. Like yeah. there's no problem to have a juice with a meal. Mm-hmm. It's like you're having your, again, it's like this liquid nutrition, this liquid vitamins and minerals that you're getting along yeah. packaged with. Mm-hmm. So I think it just always depends for me. Juice doesn't always fill me up, but sometimes it does just give me that like extra buzz of energy like mm-hmm. for the afternoon. I think it just very much depends on what your day looks like. Yes. I couldn't agree more when I did my juice cleanse. Sometimes I'd find that I was full from the juice, like actually full, wouldn't want to eat. And then sometimes I was like, okay, I'm full, but I could definitely eat um, some almonds, some cashews, cashew, raw cashew butter while I was doing the cleanse was like my, oh my gosh, it's so I know. good. I know. So I good. Know. And like you were saying, I felt this buzz of energy. And when you do a cleanse, there's obviously no caffeine, there's no sugar. So it's like this different, it's this energy that it's almost scary how energetic and amazing it feels because you're like, whoa, like you can feel your eyes glowing and you can feel your skin hydrating. And it's just like, Oh, oh my goodness. So that leads me into kind of, we could talk about what is the longest juice cleanse you've done? What would you recommend? And what would you recommend for someone who's like, oh, I could definitely dabble with maybe considering doing a juice cleanse. Should they have, we could get into all of that. So juice cleanses, I guess. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah. So there's a few things. And first I'll go into maybe like, um, the different, 
the different types of juice cleanses and also a few things to be aware of that sometimes people like forget about that they also need to include in addition to having juice. Mm -hmm. So it's really going to depend. And I think it always comes back to like, what are your goals and where are things at for you Mm -hmm. um, in this moment? If you are brand new, starting off with something like a three or a five day reboot Mm -hmm. might be just a great place to, again, just kind of uh, refresh and reboot your system. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great thing too, to just be more aware as far as like, what are your behaviors? What are your habits? Mm-hmm. What's your emotional attachments mm-hmm. we were talking about before? <laughs> um, it's so funny. Like I would talk with Joe and he was saying, you know, when I was on my, like he did, so what Joe did during this film, fat, sick and nearly dead, he had a chronic autoimmune condition and his, his goal was to, try and cure himself by using food um, and by using vitamins and minerals and just drinking vegetable juice for 60 days, which is extreme. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is extreme. Would I recommend this for everyone? No way. Mm -hmm. Um, But in extreme situations and in in extreme cases, um, yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen a benefit in many of the guided reboots that I've Mm -hmm. led after the past several years. Um, and so, yeah, after 60 days of drinking just vegetable juice, he was actually able to cure himself of this chronic urticaria, chronic hives. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he lost weight, but the, but the more important aspect is he was able to come off of all of his medication, mm-hmm. you know, high dose prednisone. Mm-hmm. And these are, you know, testimonials that, you know, I've seen time and time again. Um, but what was interesting is that just the things that he started to notice over those 60 days, like, so so, for example, going to a hotel, he would always immediately, and if anyone goes to hotels, maybe you do this too. You walk in and you immediately go to the mini fridge and you like open it up. Absolutely. But he's like, <laughs> but he's like, what the heck am I doing this for? I'm opening this up. I know that I'm not going to have yep. anything. I'm not yep. reaching for my Coke or my pop <laughs> yep. or whatever's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just helps you to be more aware of like, oh my gosh, there were so many things that I was doing mindlessly, like walking by the kitchen counter and grabbing a handful. I can't tell you how many times that, you know, if you are doing like a three day or a five day reboot, you're saying, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how often I drank coffee or how Mm -hmm. often I just wanted to have, you know, a few bites and nibbles of the, you know, whatever as I'm walking by. Mm -hmm. So really when it comes to a juice reboot, I think it's highly dependent um, on what your current medical condition is and also what your emotional state is too. Mm-hmm. If you're something that, if you're someone that is really all or nothing and you, your pendulum swings really far right and left, mm-hmm. I probably would not recommend a juice reboot because I, I see this happen as well, right? We go to juice only, we feel amazing and then we, you know, slip up and, and it's not even a slip. We're like, oh my gosh, I want to have a salad. And we have a salad and then we feel like we went off and then we're like, what the heck? I might as well have pizza and donuts too. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and it's so not the case, right? So sometimes we can get into all or nothing. And I think it's just important that a reboot is, is just eating and drinking fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. If you decide that it's just juice, awesome. If you want to make it like what you did, you know, juice and um, eating vegetables and blending vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits, that's also a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this idea of like fasting is not something new. I mean, as a registered dietitian, there we hear lots about like all different types of, you know, the quote unquote like cleanse and like mm-hmm. all these different things. But at the end of the day, for thousands of years, all different types of cultures, religions, religious practices, Ramadan, fasting, Lent, all of these things have a fasting component. And that fasting component is to write, like look inward mm-hmm. and feel connected with, you know, with the spiritual, you know, to have that other mm-hmm. aspect. So there's, there's a lot that kind of goes into what is a fast? What does it mean to you? What are your goals? And if you're brand new, um, I would suggest starting out with like a three day or a five day. Um, if you want, you know, a more of that significant reboot, um, 15 days. Mm -hmm. If you have a chronic autoimmune condition, maybe even looking at 30 or 60 days. Um, but then there does come a few different things that we would look at if we go longer. So if you're looking at a longer juice reboot, Mm -hmm. um, definitely including 
at least one uh, protein a day. So a plant-based protein powder or chia and flax seeds or hemp seeds, and then also a healthy fat. So you could do coconut oil or olive oil or an avocado. Mm -hmm. Um, Those would be two important aspects for some people with more physically active lives. They might need to add in two, you know, proteins throughout Mm -hmm. the day. Um, being aware too, that when you're on a juice reboot, it's not having three meals a day. You, you're really wanting to have, um, that juice consistently throughout Mm -hmm. the day. So about every, you know, three hours, um, ideally four to six servings of juice, 16 to 20 ounces a day. Mm -hmm. And ideally having a variety of different colors of juice spread throughout the day, sticking with the 80% vegetable, 20% fruit. Mm -hmm. And then a few other things that you're looking at too is making sure that you're still getting water and hydration. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, additionally, on top of those uh, juices, you want uh, 64 ounces of water and also including an electrolyte-rich beverage. So Mm -hmm. coconut water um, is extremely important uh, to include. We always include it on all of the guided reboots on Reboot Mm -hmm. with Joe. Um, and then also if you're not a fan of coconut water, adding in vegetable broth. Mm. So it's pretty common. I don't know for you, but I, I see for myself and for others, um, salt cravings a lot, which Mm -hmm. is pretty common. So add a pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. That's not a problem. You're drastically cutting your sodium intake. So Mm -hmm. there's going to be some sways. And that's also why like those sways of drastically changing your diet, um, is also where you might get some side effects. So Mm you know, headache, fatigue, feeling a little bit more tired. Um, these are sim- hunger, cravings. These are symptoms that you might not be getting enough juice. You might not be getting enough hydration and water, or you need that, that extra electrolyte. Mm-hmm. Um, or some other things too, like cravings can all point to some different, different aspects. But those would be the first things that I would jump to initially when we see side effects and those side effects typically happen in the first three days. They're kind mm-hmm. of like detox symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, after day three, though, you start to like have the, the skies open up yeah. and like start to feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different for everyone, though. Everyone has a different experience. Mm-hmm. And even if you've done a juice re- reboot in the fa- in the past, um, it might be different like the second time or the third time that you've done it too. Yeah. It's funny because when I – did my five days. So we decided we're going to do five days. Like I said, we'll stick to juice. If we want to incorporate raw foods, we will. And I've done intermittent fasting for a long time or I had, I'd practiced that before if my digestion needed a break or I've done a 24 hour fast just out of curiosity because of kind of what you touched upon. It's such a utilized tool or was in the past in different cultures and for spiritual purposes. So I had done that. So I was like, I've fasted for 16 hours. I've fasted for 24 hours. I could totally do this. And it was funny because I maybe this is part of it, but maybe this is also part of the emotional story I was surrounding food with. But before I started, Kristen is who I reached out to because I was about to start my period. So I was like, I wonder if I can do it. And I wanted to, I definitely wanted to do it to be able to speak to women if they wanted to do it, but didn't want like another excuse to set them back a week because that's almost what I did. So that being said, coconut water was your, just really quickly, was what you told me, right, to incorporate if Mm -hmm. I was feeling off for that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to, like, the hydration um, is really important, and electrolytes is a big one. And then also, I had suggested for you to add in, like, if you are having, experiencing more hunger than Mm -hmm. usual, um, to incorporate the protein Mm -hmm. and the healthy fat can Mm -hmm. help as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like avocado could help. Right. Yeah. And it was funny. So I was like, okay, I have all the tools I've done. I've done fasting, whatever. So we started it halfway through day one. I was unwell emotionally. (laughs) I was just like, I wasn't even necessarily hungry, but because you're intaking something, you want something else. So it was so interesting. I got angry at times, just experiencing, having to sit with the experience of wanting food emotionally. That is the Mm -hmm. key word. I wanted food emotionally, not physically. So I wasn't physically depriving my body of something it needed. I was emotionally depriving. And it was interesting to experience hanger. That was from my head. And it was interesting to experience sadness because I couldn't have chocolate because, quote, unquote, I'm on my period. Like, all of these stories were swirling around in my head. And I was just sitting there like, wow, the noise is louder surrounding food than I even could have imagined. And 
day one for me was definitely the hardest um, because since I worked for myself, I was just sitting around with these thoughts. It wasn't like I was interacting with people and at work and kind of not even noticing. I was just literally sitting there with it. Um, so day one was hard emotionally, but I woke up feeling amazing and I already started to feel this lightness and it might sound woo woo, but like just as spiritually as I did physically, like something was lifting and I felt more connected and day two, we actually decided to incorporate raw foods and then I felt Oh my, I, like I could take on the world. We didn't eat, like I didn't eat very much. I still had all the juices. I finished them and had some bananas and some healthy fats and proteins and stuff like that. But oh my gosh, it was just, for me, the emotional and spiritual benefits outweighed the physical because it's like I lost a few pounds, obviously, because you're not eating as much solid food, but that was not even, I wasn't worried about that or it was interesting to experience not being worried about it, but I wanted to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was mm-hmm. like my head was like, oh, yay, we lost a few pounds. But I was like, but I don't care. Like, it was nice to realize that that wasn't what mattered for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me. So after three days, I did the five of all the juices and probiotics and would incorporate foods if I wanted to go to yoga. And for me, I think my sweet spot would have been, for my first juice cleanse, three. Five was cool for sure, but three, I think, was where I was like, cool like got this this was cool on day four and five I was kind of like "Mm." (laughs) Like, I'm ready for something anything else but so um but that being said like of course by day four though you're like I'm gonna stick it out if I want to like I felt great it was again it was kind of emotional like okay I'm ready for something that's not cashew butter Mm -hmm. or what have you but it was just interesting because, again, no sugar. There's You're not having any added sugar and you're not having caffeine, which I didn't really consciously think of when I signed up for the juice cleanse. And mm-hmm. for me, that 3 p.m. feeling of I need something right now, like whether it be some chocolate or a matcha or something, mm-hmm. but not needing it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> I yeah. don't need a hit of energy because this is sustainable, you know? Yeah, it's really, it's really pretty incredible just to see what the power of fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. holds. Mm -hmm. And they really do hold power, right? Like, (laughs) these need to be prescriptions, right? To just consume more fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity that you can get them, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think, like, walking away from a juice reboot is the ability just to just get more in touch with, like, yourself, like what you said what it feels like to mm-hmm. surf an urge, mm-hmm. um, what it feels like to um, notice and observe the different behaviors that you have throughout the day, mm-hmm. the emotional attachments. Um, but really walking away, I, I think some people walk away and all of a sudden they're like, okay, I'm off of that thing. Now I'm just going to like go crazy. And mm-hmm. that's where we sometimes can get caught in like the all or nothing. Mm-hmm. But instead saying like, well, how can I incorporate fruits and vegetables in as many different ways Mm -hmm. to keep things interesting and to try to get, again, ideally like seven to 10 servings a day. Mm -hmm. And if that's Mm -hmm. tough for you, then add in a juice or two or a juice in a smoothie, right? Mm -hmm. Or the salad or roasted. I mean, there's so many different ways of just incorporating more, incorporating more plants into our day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's even for like, I love fruits and vegetables, but even, you know, when you're busy, it's, it's can be hard to get in the all of the servings of all of them so but it just uh, I just really did feel amazing and so I guess that leads me to the other thing that almost deterred me from doing a juice cleanse was and we were saying this a little before but I think that juice cleansing or juicing of any sort kind of gets a bad reputation on I don't know, kind of social media or in blogs and things like that, particularly just in terms of your relationship with food. How is this going to affect it? Um, I have a similar past with with food and emotionally not being able to digest them and just having anxiety that wasn't related to food, but that I placed on food. So then they kind Mm -hmm. of ended up fusing. Um, So that was somewhat of a worry for me, but that's another reason I kind of wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. So... Do you think that someone who is kind of has that worry should be worried or do you think it's okay and it's just again just an experience and that I think that we tend to 
almost overthink these things. Like if it's, if you're juicing and you want to eat something, totally do it, but just still, and you can have the juice and then you get extra vegetables, you know, is that kind of, yeah, (laughs) flat on. I would totally agree with that. And I think it's really helpful too, to like do it with someone, Mm. um, have, you know, a health coach or a registered dietitian Mm -hmm. or a group or like what you said, you, you, you were doing it with someone and you also reached out to me and you had your platform that you were sharing what you were doing. I think that's the most important aspect, um, just to have someone else that you're walking through this with mm-hmm. and just no matter what, like listening to your body, there's no right or wrong way mm-hmm. of doing it. You're not a bad person if you have, mm-hmm. you know, some avocado and salad with your juices, like that's still incredible benefit yes. for your body, right? Yeah. So it's just always coming back to like, how are you feeling in this moment and what's going to support you going forward? Yeah. Another question I want to ask you is when I was reading and researching before I did it, I saw on one study or something that after you do a cleanse, your body is so, so cleansed and so clean that when you have things that don't respond well to your body, it's that much more obvious. And I had that experience. So after the cleanse, I had like a piece of cake or something and it, I was sick for truly actually physically sick for almost a full day and a half. And so is that normal that you will experience your body responding differently to foods if, yeah? Yeah, so, and I actually, when was this? This was maybe like three or four years ago. I actually wrote a transition in and out um, food guide Mm -hmm. for transitioning in and out of a juice fast because Mm -hmm. the transition out is really, really important Mm -hmm. that we go slow Mm -hmm. because really it's very rare that any other time in your life you're able to actually identify and and use this as a elimination diet, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So literally we've eliminated everything and we're going to slowly reintroduce foods one food group at a time. Mm -hmm. And ideally when we are going through that reintroduction phase, I would suggest one food group at a time every waiting a full like two or three days Mm. um, so that you can see, okay, even like nuts and seeds are super healthful, but actually for some people, they actually realize that they don't digest them well Mm. or beans, for example, Mm -hmm. wonderful for prebiotics and fibers. Uh, But for some people they realize, oh yeah, I do actually feel like a little bit more like bloated or, you know, GI distension or something after. Mm-hmm. So it's just the ability to be aware of like how your body responds. Yeah. Um, and especially when we're starting to, you know, reintroduce like more processed foods, of mm-hmm. course, your body is definitely not used to like, you know, the enriched white flours and added sugars. Yeah. So there's probably going to go and, you know, it's going to tell you something. It's just yeah. talking to you, yes. you know? Totally. Yeah. It was so funny. It was just like one of those moments where for me, for a long time, the journey of intuitive eating was very interesting because is this my intuition or is this my mind trying to say, well, this would be too intuitive to have this piece of cake. You know what I mean? So it was one of those moments where I was like, yeah, freedom. I'm going to eat this cake. But deep down, I think I knew like, you just got off a juice cleanse. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Cake will always be around. But it was, it was kind of almost nice to experience because I was like, okay, so I just, I have the power to choose what's going to make me feel amazing. I can have this just as easily as I can't. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of another nice part of the juice cleanse. Like I can do whatever I want right now, but it's just, what do I want to do really deep down? And I never actually even wanted to eat something that wasn't on the cleanse because deep down I was really in touch with what I wanted. And you mentioned you have to make things interesting. Like I had to get creative and I had to try new Mm -hmm. things. And now one of my favorite snacks is like these go raw sprouted pumpkin seeds with sea salt. And it's like, I found all of it. They're so good. I found, I had never had them before. And I'm like, all right, these are raw. I can have them on my salad tonight. And it was just, it's just at the end of the day, not that big a deal. It's just, it's just fun. You do these, you see these push up challenges or these plank challenges, like, do playing for a minute for seven days or do this for seven days or and of course it don't get me wrong if it is hard emotionally but you feel so much stronger after because you're just so aware Mm -hmm. and that's I think if anything that we can walk away with is the awareness Mm -hmm. of how we feel and listening and 
You know, our, our body is constantly trying to tell us stuff every single day, but so often we try to, you know, not listen to the knock at the door mm-hmm. and we only hear it when it's like slamming down the door and it's yes. like, we're hangry. We don't like you yeah. right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So listen, just listen to your body and try to be really aware of what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. And don't be scared. It's funny because it can be almost, it's like seemingly scary to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to listen to my body because... Mm-hmm. it's new for a lot of us listening to our bodies. It sounds crazy, but it's new when you're, you know, and I think a lot of us like don't trust our body. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, and, and that's where too. like, if you feel like you're in that phase right now, of like fearful of trusting your body, like mm-hmm. work with someone, don't, don't suffer through mm-hmm. this on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, you know, Casey's here for. That's what I'm here mm-hmm. for. That's what, this profession is here mm-hmm. to help you sort through so yeah. you can start to develop that relationship yeah. again. I couldn't agree more because it's really can be difficult to discern the voice in your head from your body because when you've only been going off of the voice in your head, you don't even know how to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. And once you've overridden the like mechanics in your brain of I'm done eating, your fork is down, that's it, but you keep going, then that mm-hmm. mechanism is just little bit slower, a little bit slower, almost gone, just off. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I can't tell you how often I, I, I talk with people all the time and they go, I don't know what hunger feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, you know, I, I don't, I don't ever get hungry. I just all of a sudden feel ravenous that I need like X food, mm-hmm. but that happens all the time. And I said, well, have you dieted, you know, for a long period of time in the past? And they usually say yes. And I say, well, you turned off those receptors mm-hmm. of listening to the hormones in your body, like mm-hmm. leptin and ghrelin, right? Yep. And so um, it's just, it's it's slowly coaxing those hormones to get back in line. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a lot of the work with like hormones, blood sugar regulation. That's, that's what this is about and trying to help you heal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And caffeine's a whole nother thing because that's my next, I've been hearing my body be like, oh, we don't really need that caffeine. And it's like the final, the final piece of the puzzle. But I think that it was, that was one of the better parts too of doing this juice cleanse was for me, I always go at least two or three days a week with no caffeine, if not more, Mm -hmm. if I can really tell that I need it. But I think that that's a huge tool for people to start realizing that we have the most inherent, amazing energy without Mm -hmm. caffeine and juicing gave me a gateway to that energy and it opened up the door and all of the floodgates of that energy opened and don't get me wrong, like a few weeks later, I was like, oh, I'll have a matcha And, and, and again, it's not a big deal. I had a matcha. Sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't, but just having the feeling of knowing that it's there was cool. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. The energy that you feel is pretty powerful. Yeah. So we're kind of approaching time. So there's two things I definitely want to ask you. One being, what was the best experience cleanse-wise that you've had with juicing or experienced juicing? Was it it like a three-day cleanse? Was it a five-day cleanse? Was it one juice? Have you had like one particular experience? Because I'm sure you've had many. Um... I would say for me, for me, I'm not personally, personally, I feel that my, um, I can be very like low hypoglycemic mm-hmm. and I don't personally go do great with just juice alone. Okay. So I always like to do, if I'm doing, um, juicing, I like to incorporate it into my day, mm-hmm. one or two a day. And what I love personally, just like a fun anecdote is incorporating a, um, juice before a workout. So particularly one with beets. Um, one of my favorites is like beets, carrots, apple, lemon, ginger. Um, maybe I'll throw in some greens in there. Mm. And I remember the first time that I did this and I went for a run Mm. and I felt like I could just like power through anything. Like Mm -hmm. it was just, it was this like rush of energy that I felt. And, um, there, you know, there's actually, there's actually evidence and research in this. They've done Mm -hmm. research on cyclists and shown that cyclists who consumed, I forget if it was like six, six ounces of beet juice prior to exercise, um, had a significantly higher power output for longer. They were able to push harder, longer, faster. Mm. And, um, and so anyways, I have definitely seen that. I think that's, 
that's one of the most exciting things when you're like able to just like feel like you can take down anything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that you just know your body so well that you know that you need something with a juice. Like we've been saying, that's so okay. Like just mm-hmm. knowing that your body needs something. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like I need something with a juice and I can, I just need something. But yeah, it's, it's, can be interesting changing from a coffee before a workout to a juice. Totally. Or a pre-workout before a juice. It's like you can get it from your food. I promise you can. Yes. Let thy food be thy medicine. Oh my gosh. And then I couldn't not ask you, what is your favorite juice combo as of right now? If you had to. Um... Okay, so I'll give you my 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 morning one, okay. which is it's one of my favorites, and it sounds a little funny, but if mm-hmm. you make it, you'll be like, "Wow, I cannot believe that this is in this." Okay, so I do um, yellow and orange peppers, mm-hmm. typically like two, yeah, two. Let's call it two peppers, either yellow or orange, um, carrots, mm-hmm. apple, lemon, and ginger. Was there anything? Yeah. Carrot, apple, lemon, ginger, and then the bell peppers. Yeah. So what I love about that is Mm -hmm. it is ridiculously refreshing. I call it like my morning tang. Yeah. (laughs) But it has peppers in it. And you're like, what the heck? Um, And peppers can have more or actually do have more vitamin C than oranges. So it's just like your like orange. It's just like your orange juice for breakfast. It looks orange. It it is a beautiful, vibrant orange color. Mm -hmm. Um, But really it has like bell peppers and carrots and lemon and ginger, Mm. ginger for, you know, anti-nausea and helping for anti-inflammatory benefits and just, uh, yeah. So it's, it's, that's, that's one that I'm definitely into right now. I've been into for a while, actually. Okay, that's it. I've actually never even thought about peppers. I don't know why, but that's oh yeah. There's so many fun things you can juice, and like you can juice cauliflower, broccoli. You can juice. uh, You can juice like crazy things Mm. in different combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only imagine. So before we get to the quote, I remembered. I'm very excited. Kristen is the first person that I've remembered to ask about the quote so that I don't have to read it after. But before I get to the quote, why don't you tell us about what you're doing now, how can people reach you, all about where your website's at and all of that good stuff. Yes, yes. Um, so I have a private practice. I do in-person and also virtual consulting. So I work with people all over the country and world um, to do one-on-one nutrition So if you want to reach out to me, I would love to work with you. I specialize in integrative and functional medicine, women's health, weight loss or weight management, um, and really blood sugar and hormone regulation. So you can reach out to me on rootsreboot.com. We're a team of dietitians, and so I'm running my private practice through that platform, rootsreboot.com slash Kristen. You can learn more about me. My testimonials are on there. Um, and then you can also reach out to me, of course, on Instagram and social media at KD Wellness. And I would love just to hear from you if you guys have a question on juicing or uh, your own personal health journey or needing support um, and really needing the guidance of a registered dietitian if you are experiencing you know, any, any condition, any medical condition or needing help with you know, weight management. Um, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> Yay, amazing. I'll put that all in the show notes too. So it's just yeah. right there for everyone. So thank you. Thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on. It's just been amazing. And I have learned so much. So I know everyone else has learned so much too. So the quote, I ask everyone to bring a favorite quote that they live by or that they really just feel is relevant to them right now. So what is your quote that you would like to share the listeners with to leave off on? (laughs) Um, So I will share with you my favorite quote. It's one that I have actually had as a bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know it's your favorite. I love it. (laughs) Um, So it's it's one you've probably heard before, but it's uh, Gandhi that says, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And I really firmly believe that um, you, Casey, myself, you know, other people in this realm, um, if we want to initiate change, which I know is happening, sometimes it's a struggle mm-hmm. to see because it feels like it's a slow progression, um, whether it's your family, your community, your friends, um, but just continue to work on yourself be the best that you possibly can be and soon enough it, they will pick up on it and they will change as well. So 
Yes. Perfect. Perfect. What a perfect quote to end this episode with. (laughs) So thank you again so much for coming on. And if you guys want to reach Kristen, she let you know all of her information and it will be in the show notes. And I'm sure that listeners will hear from you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Casey. Take care. Bye. (laughs) Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Like I said, I just felt so informed and empowered after recording this episode. I really truly believe in the benefits that juice cleansing has to offer. And I think that we did a really good job in clarifying what a juice cleanse is and isn't. And it was just such a nice thing to have Kristen on the podcast. She just really is so... I keep saying it, but just so knowledgeable and I just really, truly am always learning from her and I'm so grateful to have had her on to share her expertise and to share with you guys what she knows so that you can now make a really well-informed decision as to if you want to try juicing or a juice cleanse or if you want to just start drinking a juice here and there, you know? So thank you, Kristen, for coming on. Her information will totally be in the show notes and I just want to thank all of you for listening The feedback I have had from these first few episodes of the podcast, I'll try not to get emotional, but it's just been so, so nice, and you guys have just shown so much support, and I am just like hand over my heart right now, so, so appreciative. I listen back to some of the episodes, and I'm just learning as we go. I'm writing in pencil with you guys, and some of the episodes I... get excited and I move away from the mic and I'm learning as I go and still you guys are listening and just sharing how much you like it with me and I really really appreciate it and appreciate every single one of you and when I say like please dm me on instagram or shoot me an email I would love to chat you know if you have any questions if you have anyone that you think would be great for the podcast or anything you want me to address or talk about on the podcast I have a few really good ideas coming up and a few some more amazing interviews honestly and all of that being said though if you guys aren't loving the content then what is it all for because it's just all I I mean it's named I can't wait to tell you because there are just so many things I literally couldn't wait to tell you and I want to know what I should be telling you like what do you guys want to know if I don't know about it you know me I will sit and I will learn about it for you. All right. So thank you guys for listening, especially to this last little three minute ramble of gratitude. I love you all. Thank you. And I will talk to you soon.